Hey NetSuite listeners, welcome to the NetSuite Podcast. I'm Ian McHugh, a co-host of this podcast and Senior Content Marketing Manager at NetSuite. Today we're chatting with Danielle Brodsky, Director of IT at TwinLab, a manufacturer and distributor of vitamins, supplements, and beauty products. Danielle takes us through TwinLab's journey over the last 55 years, from operating out of the founder's home to a company that today encompasses five well-known brands. She shares key moments to TwinLab's success and why it remains committed to domestic manufacturing. From there, Danielle details the company's experience with Acumatic ERP. She digs into where the solution struggled to support TwinLab, including issues with invalid deductions and inventory costing. She offers insight on why leaders chose NetSuite as their replacement and how it immediately automated once time-consuming tasks. The director of IT also walks through how NetSuite helps manage quality control and production. Those efficiency gains proved quite valuable when sales spiked in the earlier days of the pandemic. Danielle explains why TwinLab added NetSuite warehouse management system and how it minimized inventory challenges while providing key insights. She describes how the system's reporting tools help boost profits and improve demand planning. Danielle also speaks to how NetSuite Learning Cloud support has helped TwinLab realize more of the system's potential. To close, Danielle reveals what she likes most about NetSuite and TwinLab's plans for the near future. Stay tuned. All of that and more is coming up next. You're listening to the NetSuite Podcast, where we discuss what's happening within NetSuite, why we're doing it, and where we're heading in the future. We'll dive into the details about the software and the people at NetSuite who are behind all the moving parts. We'll also feature customer growth stories, discussing the ups and downs of running a company and how one integrated system can help your business continue to scale. So Danielle, I know that TwinLab is a pretty expansive business. You have a lot of different brands that offer numerous different products and services. So to start out, could you just kind of give us the big picture view of TwinLab's business and what the company does? Absolutely. Well, so TwinLab is a parent company with five brands. TwinLab is our name brand, as you can imagine. Um, our products will say TwinLab on them. We also have four others to name them. We have Reservage, ResVital, Metabolife, and Alvita. So to each one of those brands is kind of a different avenue for health, beauty, and overall um, supplements. So vitamins and supplements are where TwinLab began. You can imagine um, vitamin C, iron, um, daily, you know, multivitamins. Um, then TwinLab developed into being more workout and exercise oriented. You'll see uh, products that are focusing on muscle builders um, or even eye function, um, things that focus on, I would say, more of the physical aspect of your body. Reservage focuses on beauty. Res Vital is also beauty, but I would say is more focused on collagen only. Um, Metabolife is focusing on boosting your metabolism. And Alvita is focused on herbal teas. Uh, so the different teas for that will focus on different aspects to benefit one's health. 
And so the the company has been around for about 55 years. It just kind of over time, would you say, added those those different brands and kind of different pieces of the business? Yeah, absolutely. We're in the 80s. Um, so that's back then. I'm not sure if you remember. Um, there were a lot of workout videos and classes that folks used to take. Um, and Twin Lab, as its own standalone brand, really hit home with those folks. Um, and naturally, we were receiving a lot of feedback from customers looking for more niche um, products. So we decided to branch out and provide those different brands to kind of separate the different avenues of our products rather than lumping them all under one name brand, which could last thing we wanted was to have someone who is looking for muscle builders to also see that um, we're selling collagen boosters and maybe they might think we're not focused, <laughs> but we certainly are. So it's all marketing. And were there any kind of key moments that, that come to mind in the company's history that you think really helped it become um, this this big successful company that, that we kind of see today? I would say the creation of Reservage. So while all five of our brands are doing fabulous, um, the separation of Reservage from Twin Lab was a huge success. Um, being able to really focus on the quote unquote gym junkies and quote the um, the beauty gurus of the world uh, really helped streamline our marketing. It helped streamline uh, the type of data we could collect from our customers. Um, so it wasn't so mixed and we can focus one or the other. Um, you could even see if you looked at any of our uh, products, Twin Lab is very to the point and Reservage is designed for folks who are looking for beautification. And as we kind of dig into the, the business a little bit more here, Danielle, what type of channels do you sell through to get these different supplements and skincare products and beauty products and all the other stuff you guys offer into uh, the hands of as many people as, as possible? Yeah, so um, one of our biggest partners is GNC. Uh, and vitamin shops. So we sell through large distributors and even some big box stores like uh, Walgreens, Walmart, CVS. Um, so those are kind of your EDI customers, if you will. Um, those are where you'll find the bulk of our products. We also do have an Amazon storefront that we focus on to sell directly to consumers. Uh, and all of our websites do host a plethora of blogs, informationals, testimonials uh, to help target people and direct them to what is best for their needs. Something else I, I noticed in looking at your website and, and trying to read up on the brand a little bit is that you manufacture your products in the U.S., which, you know, as, as we know, is not that common anymore. Mm -hmm. Why is that kind of important to Twin Lab? Why is domestic manufacturing um, something that you guys are, are committed to? Beyond domestic manufacturing being something that we've always done, it a little bit of an insider secret is um, while some companies might say that they are manufactured in the United States, perhaps all of their components don't come from the United States. Hmm. Um, well, that is not the case for us. Uh, we did see how that affected 
um, other people in the playing field when the pandemic hit and the huge hit it took the supply chain and getting products from overseas really stifled their product line while we were able to succeed very well because we had product on the shelves um, and in stock in order to, you know, meet that demand. Um, so keeping everything in the United States means that we have a constant look in to whether or not we will or will not be able to make a product again, instead of having to be held up through third party companies, freight forwarders, and who knows. Uh, we're very proud to have control over what products we do and do not offer. So it sounds like if anything, the kind of COVID experience um, only strengthened your belief maybe in, uh, in, in making things domestically. Yes, absolutely. Um, it even helped us identify which of um, which of our components, although we know were sourced from the United States, if those suppliers were also dealing with international folks, which overall, um, having international ingredients isn't the problem, but it lets us know which producers of those ingredients um, have a reliable source. Yeah, absolutely. So Danielle, I know you joined the company relatively recently. So um, when, when you guys implemented NetSuite back in 2019, you weren't there yet, but I I did read, and I think you you know um, in, in much more detail than me, that NetSuite replaced a few different systems. Um, could you just start by giving us um, a sense of what the company's tech stack looked like maybe five years ago, let's say, before NetSuite was, was in the picture? Yeah, absolutely. So before NetSuite, uh, Twin Labs operated off of Acumatica. So Acumatica, while in and of itself, is a great um, service provider. They don't take so keenly to customizations. While we don't have a ton of customizations in our NetSuite environment, their Acumatica's out of the box didn't quite fit our needs. Uh, we had difficulties managing our inventory, uh, what, uh, managing something called invalid deductions, which are when the big box stores claim that <laughs> maybe they didn't get a box or something or the other. Um, him managing rebates was difficult. Um, a, a, most of it by and large was the financial load. Um, Acumatica just couldn't meet the demands that are growing company needed. Uh, we needed to look for a solution that could handle not only just the finances, but could hold other things as well, like uh, customer relations, inventory, warehouse management, and the like. And so you you highlighted some of the ways there that it um, was kind of limiting the business, but do you feel like um, it was interfering with employees' day-to-day -day processes or kind of adding adding more, making things take more time than maybe they should have, things like that? Was it an efficiency drain, I guess, is, is what I'm asking? Yes and no. The way I can best describe it is, while there were certainly more clicks, this is true, Acumatica, I would not consider to be user-friendly. Um, they do have a great support team. So when there are questions, their team can, will certainly answer them and help enlighten, but they did not at the time, I know things have changed, 
at the time they didn't have a great training program that they could provide their customers to share with their employees and users. So I feel as though a lot of the employees who were using Acumatica at the time didn't understand how to best utilize that functionality and it overall impeded on their efficiency and their um, productivity. And of course, new employees struggled as well as they had to learn a system that wasn't very friendly. And you said that one area where you felt like it had a hard time or struggled to keep up was meeting the financial demands of a, of a fast growing business. How did that kind of show itself? Like how would uh, that present problems at not being able to necessarily scale when it came to the financials? So one example, I'll move back to the invalid deductions. So for a little background, when a, a big box company, I'll use CVS as an example, um, they of course receive hundreds of thousands of units of product. And when they come back to you and give you a massive spreadsheet with claims that they did or did not receive something, um, at the time in Acumatica, it was an incredibly manual labor intensive process to go line by line, research every single one of those claims that that customer was making and then post the credit to that customer's account. Um, it was very time consuming. There was a time where we had one person's entire job <laughs> was just to handle those invalid deductions. And it wasn't a very efficient use of accounting's time. Uh, and it also overall became a waste of resources because if things slept through the cracks, we were giving out more credits than we should have. Um, that also made our bottom line look a little funny because we had some, you know, a, a large outstanding credits for these customers. And when they just in reality shouldn't have been there. Um, that's the biggest example I can offer as to those, the financial challenges that they were having um, that were very time consuming. Um, and the rebates are another one, but <laughs> I, I don't know if you want me to go into such labor intensive detail. <laughs> we can, uh, we can move on for now, but inventory was another thing you kind of highlighted there. Could you get mm -hmm. into any more detail on, on where inventory management maybe wasn't working the way you wanted it to with Acumatica? Yeah. So the, so Acumatica didn't have the same costing methods that NetSuite does provide. So we didn't have as much visibility into what each individual product was cost was causing the company all the way down to the lot number. Having lot number costing methods that we have in NetSuite have re really enabled our, our data analysts and accounting folk to better source um, for products, better source for um, for perhaps labor or art, artwork, bottles, and other components. Um, Acumatica kind of lumped all of those things in together. We couldn't see, you know, what part of the production was costing more than the other. It was, um, we just knew that one item was co would cost more than it did 
two months ago, but we couldn't really see why without going into in-depth detail. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with NetSuite, uh, it's, it's very readily available. All of the breakdown is already there. How did six out of the top seven best performing tech stocks gain visibility and control over financials, inventory, planning, and budgeting with NetSuite by Oracle? Answers at netsuite.com slash code, netsuite.com slash code. Um, so when, you know, the various decision makers at, um, at Twin Lab decided that it was time for a new ERP that they wanted to replace Acumatica and, and some of the other systems, that you guys were using. Um, do you know what other systems they considered and what maybe made NetSuite the, the best choice for the company? I know that QuickBooks was a thought. Um, I can't say what others were there since I wasn't present for those conversations. Uh, but I do know QuickBooks was a pretty interesting contender considering it's a, um, I would, I would say it's more antiquated. It's a little bit more simplified. Yeah. Um, yeah. It would have solved the accounting problems to some degree, uh, but wouldn't have, it would have created much larger issues in other, in other departments. And do you know what sold them on NetSuite at all? NetSuite was designed as a financial platform that in conjunction with financials could perform other ERP tasks. I think that was the selling point. Um, And that along with the possibility of customizations, how to some that might seem a little scary, having um, multiple customizations is a bad thing, but I think for our company's purposes, be having the freedom to do those customizations without running into roadblocks was a, a huge seller. Great. And so once TwinLab got live on the new ERP system with NetSuite, where do you think it kind of made an impact for the company? How are certain things easier or maybe better than before? Uh, one of the initial uh, things that certainly was apparent were our e- order processing and EDI orders. Um, as you can imagine, we do get a ton of them from those larger companies. Um, and we could immediately implement a integration with those other systems and have the orders import automatically instead of having uh, some of our folks manually manual entry. We could eliminate a lot of a manual entry right off the bat, which was a huge success that freed up a lot of time for folks to focus on other things. We can see other aspects that we might not have been able to give attention to earlier. So orders would come straight from the EDI system into NetSuite without someone having to manually type information in. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All that was left was an approval process to review and approve. And anything on the financial side that comes to mind where, where you feel like the, the new system um, really, really made a difference? And more, we will revisit invalid deductions. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was a huge pain point for uh, accounting and finance. So 
being able to manage those deductions coming from our customers meant that we didn't, of course, have someone uh, manually reporting them. We could have flags put into place or thresholds where if the deduction was more than a certain amount, then we would have to go through an approval process. Otherwise, it would just flow through. Um, the customers were happier. They were getting their credit memos sooner. Um, accounting was happier because they didn't have to research every single one of them. Mm. Um, we could have alerts set up in place. Um, you know, the customers can get alerted, finance can get alerted, um, as well as the sales reps on those accounts. So that way they could leverage those for sales in the future. And are there any metrics, Danielle, or, or other quantifiable things you could point to, uh, where the company saw just, I guess, these quantifiable improvements uh, with the new system? I would say immediately we went from being able to um, only process about 100 to 150 orders a day, uh, was, I would say, doubled by the end of the second month. So, of course, there was a little bit of um, learning curve for our folks, you know, making sure that even though the orders were being imported automatically, that they understood what flags they should be looking for, what type of errors that could occur and what things that they need to change. So it took a little bit of time, uh, but by the end of the second month, um, production had uh, sped up by almost 50%. Awesome. Um, and one thing that I think you guys have to deal with is, um, you know, certain regulatory bodies like the FDA, since as you mentioned, um, you do sell some nutritional supplements. And I imagine mm -hmm. there could be Maybe it's just the FDA. Maybe there's other bodies that you have to worry about. But what kind of challenges does that pose for the business having to, you know, comply with these things and worry about these rules and regulations that, that not everyone has to worry about? Yeah, so there's a lot of testing requirements um, that come with having this sort of product as um, things like different certifications, like in order to say that a product is gluten free, of course, it needs to go through gluten testing. Um something that if it's vegan, it of course needs to go through those testings, there's metal testings, there's, um, and of course there's quality control overall to make sure that the product meets the specifications and formulas that we've set forth. Um, because ultimately, while you might see something on the shelf and think that that is our product, uh, in reality, the formula is. The formula is what makes our products. So. Um, you know, the testing required to make sure that that the, the end result comes to that same product, that formula that we have designed um, is extensive. Sometimes it can take weeks. Um, we have what are called spec sheets. I'm sure other uh, companies and avenues use them as well, but um, everything needs to meet specifications. And those spec sheets go from everything that is the container, the artwork, all the way down to the composition of the capsule that the product is actually in. And do you have to do that testing in-house or is this something where you send it off to other people to, uh, to do these things? If it requires a specific 
uh, certification that testing is outsourced. That's it's kind of like a check and balances, you know, can't get, mm -hmm. we could test our own thing and say it's gluten-free. Right. Um, but yeah, so that gets outsourced to an approved vendor who can perform that testing. Um, when the overall production of that product is done, whether it's before or after those certification testings, we do our own quality control in-house and we make sure that that product meets our specifications and formulations. And how has NetSuite helped kind of manage that, that whole process of, you know, making sure that you're, you're testing these things and, well, I guess making sure everything is tested and making sure it's tested in a timely manner that, you know, once it is approved, that it's marked as approved, all that type of stuff. Does NetSuite help, um, you know, kind of handle any of that type of stuff that comes up? Absolutely. So there's two main things that NetSuite plays a huge role in. And one of those is the release of the product from quality hold to a good status. So we use inventory statuses in NetSuite to keep track of, of stuff that's in QA. Um, and once that product has been approved, it the quality control manager can go into NetSuite and release the inventory. So that way it's available for fulfillment. That's the, the biggest way NetSuite helps. Um, as a secondary assistance, we do use the file cabinet to keep all of our um, artwork and our spec sheets. So uh, that way when new vendors, customers, or even uh, the suppliers are in, are in need of those documents, we can pull them right out of NetSuite and send out the email from NetSuite as needed. Awesome. And you've touched on a, a few ways, Danielle, that uh, NetSuite's helped you kind of manage your inventory better. Anything else come to mind in terms of how NetSuite's helped with any aspect of inventory management or really just your uh, overall supply chain management for TwinLab? Yeah, so we use the assembly items feature, uh, with, which is part of the manufacturing module, uh, which is fabulous because we can actually keep track of the waste that is happening through the production. We can keep track of the cost of each individual component. Um, our visibility has greatly increased since being able to have different item types. Um, before we were kind of limited to an inventory item or non-inventory item mm -hmm. or a lot numbered or not lot numbered, but being able to build components into each other have has been a huge benefit. Great. And shifting gears a little bit here, um, going back to the the pandemic, which we touched on at, at the beginning of this episode, but a lot of companies saw you know a big uptick in in online sales, um, whether that was themselves selling them or they were selling through uh, third parties that were then selling those online. Did TwinLab see a significant pickup in its in its sales as a kind of product of the pandemic? Absolutely. Um, I'm not sure if you remember. Um, your time during the pandemic, but a lot of folks felt that it was the perfect time to develop a routine. Yeah. And yeah. whether that be a gym routine or a beauty routine or just an overall health and wellness routine, we saw a huge uptick, of course, in the Twin Lab brand, which is focusing on our 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 overall health, like vitamins um, and gym 
uh, things like L-arginine and glutamine the, or protein powders, all the, the greens, <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that uh, people who now have home gyms or had time to exercise that they didn't have before and they wanted to boost their experience. Um, there were, we had, I even actually remember a testimonial from someone who left a review on one of our websites mentioning that uh, this person didn't want to uh, sit around and get old. <laughs> <laughs> and they they bought a lot of our collagen products because um, uh, just a, a little bit of a tidbit, you do need, if you want any collagen products to work at, at all, you do need to have a certain amount of collagen in, ingested or applied per day in order for it to actually make a difference. Okay. Um, just just a, a simple, uh, like one pill isn't usually enough because uh, you'll see some suppliers who will say that you just need one pill a day. Uh, that's almost never enough collagen to actually make a difference uh, in your skin and joints and your hair. Um, and this person was very excited that she had done her research and saw that our products do have the more than the minimum uh, of collagen count. And she was super excited and shared it with the rest of her family. So um, <laughs> she said she didn't want to get old. So <laughs> she wanted to have the collagen to help reverse some of that. And how did NetSuite, would you say, kind of help you handle, you know, a sudden surge or increase in uh, in orders and sales and all that? Let's see. The best way I can answer that is NetSuite allows for scaling. So while I wouldn't say each individual user's day got faster, they were just able to maintain momentum. So once we had a efficient um, order processing, I would say SOP, mm -hmm. from there, it was just maintaining that momentum. If you're spending X amount of time reviewing and approving orders, you're able to do so faster in NetSuite because it's repetitive in a way that keeps the same momentum for that person so they can just keep going. Um, we were able to utilize some uh, alerts to help identify things that needed to be looked at sooner than others. So we could flag orders in certain ways, which was certainly helpful. Um, for accounting purposes, um, we were able to of course, not having the invalid deductions, we had our rebates going, which was great. Um, we were able to automate a lot of those automatic rebates and promotions, which was um, a huge help. So that way we didn't have folks manually doing math or writing in a promotion. We set it up so that way it would automatically apply. Great. Um, another product I wanted to ask you about is, is NetSuite WMS, which you're no longer using since you um, outsourced your warehousing and fulfillment to a 3PL. But when you were using it, um, first of all, can you just start by sharing a little bit about what presented the need for, for that system for the WMS? Yeah, absolutely. So while we were using Acumatica, so this goes back a couple of years, Acumatica doesn't 
perform warehouse functions. So we had Acumatica and another warehouse um, system called InfoPlus. Well, InfoPlus in and of itself is a great warehouse support site. It does not link to financials. That was one of our biggest drawbacks. The warehouse would perform a cycle count and it didn't hold any financial value, which uh, of course snowballed into you know some bigger issues where we were having discrepancies between what we were uh, reporting on the accounting side as our inventory and what the warehouse support site was saying we had on, on hand. And the NetSuite WMS allowed us to maintain our inventory in one place. For example, NetSuite, we didn't have to have uh, InfoPlus anymore. We were able to process our orders, print our labels, cycle count much quickly. Um, one of the big pain points was, act was just inventory adjustments. Inventory adjustments took an awfully long time prior to having uh, WMS. We would go from having to be shut down for just about a week to only having to close down for a day or two. Hmm. And is that annually, closing down for a week versus a day or two? So when we were in InfoPlus, we were doing that every quarter. Wow. Yes, that's how we had the discrepancies where we had to do them frequently in order to mitigate the problem. Uh, but yeah, now we're down to twice a year. Um, so hopefully we can finally go down to an annual. <laughs> do you find that there's less discrepancies when you do them? Or, well, I guess it's, I guess it's, you know, two quarters versus one. So maybe it's not an even comparison if, if you went from quarterly to, to uh, every six months. But do you think it's, <laughs> things are more accurate in general or work? Yes. Yes, absolutely. WMS also uh, gave management the insight into where the problems were coming from. The best we had prior to WMS was, oh, the warehouse counted something wrong. That's mm -hmm. all we had. Well, what, what was counted wrong? Who knows? Who counted it? Don't know. <laughs> um, I, I couldn't even tell you. Um, oh, I don't even know if this is considered too much information, but one of the adjustments was pretty substantial. Um, it was um, well over $30,000 and we didn't have an answer hmm. for why. Hmm. It just was. And that was a huge eye opener. It was like, that was the last straw. We can't have these adjustments of mass proportion without an answer. We, we are a public company. We do get audited. Um, so having those <laughs> discrepancies is no good. So ever since we implemented WMS, uh, the warehouse team was able to be held accountable. We were having much less, uh, adjustments. We can actually see, uh, the efficiency of certain pickers and packers, and it was great. And shifting gears a little bit to, or maybe going back to financials, I know you also use NetSuite Advanced Financials, which generally helps customers with things like budgeting, uh, billing mm -hmm. schedules, and amortization, which is a, a tongue twister. Um, but mm -hmm. what presented the need uh, for that module and how has it maybe helped the business, would you say? Oh, so yeah. So the way we, so we use 
um, budgeting. We don't use the amortization as much, although I know there's a need for us to start using it some more in the future. Um, budgeting has um, helped us keep in line with our our quotas, our monthly goals. Since we are a public company, we do have um, quarterly check-ins that we do have to meet. Uh, budgeting has helped us stay on track. The automatic billing has reduced the need to have someone's entire function be to invoice, um, which is great. Though mm -hmm. That's all automatic. We have our invoices generating automatically and sending to our customers, which has saved a ton of time. Um, and we're able to focus more on collections and receivables. Another thing I wanted to ask about um, was reporting. It's you know something a lot of people point to as, as one of the big benefits of NetSuite. Um, how do you think NetSuite's helped TwinLab with reporting and maybe helping people make decisions that are kind of based in, in data rather than, you know, intuition or, or feel or, or some of those things that, that aren't quite as uh, concrete. Oh yeah, absolutely. That was one of the big things was having insight and reporting on our profitability. We, you know, we could actually see the breakdown and trends a lot easier. Um, so primarily we use our reports for, um, I would say maybe three main avenues. We use demand planning, uh, which is a huge help that helps us, you know, maintain what products we should keep in what quantities. And uh, reporting also helps us manage for auditing purposes. Uh, and the and the lastly would be for the EBITDA. That's what I'm gonna call it. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, another hard one to say. Yep. The, that being able to see those things at a glance rather than Frankensteining a bunch of different reports has been a huge help. And then one thing you mentioned about Acumatica was that maybe the uh, training, you know, wasn't quite where you wanted to be, at least at that time. And, and I saw that you guys are using our learning cloud support or LCS premium pass. And, you know, that the whole goal of that, right, is to uh, train employees, help our customers make sure they're getting as much as they can out of the system. So how would you say that the LCS pass has helped TwinLab kind of get its employees up to speed on how to use the system and how to maybe get better at, at using it over time as well? Well, absolutely. What um, we've actually been working with one of our, um, one of NetSuite's uh, learning ambassadors. Um, her name is Laura. She's fabulous. She's actually helped me put together a learning plan for each of our major departments. Hmm. So that way we can tailor that not only just initial education for onboarding new employees, but also as a refresher to keep our employees up to date and making sure that they are using their, their scope within NetSuite most efficiently. Um, we like to set aside an hour on Fridays to encourage our employees to go ahead and go through those courses. Um, we also, do encourage our employees to take the certification courses so that way they can get certified um, and have that on their resume uh, for if they want to continue on uh, for other things or if they have other plans for their careers. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so Danielle, one thing I wanted to ask you as we start to wrap up here is just what do you like about using NetSuite every day? How does, how does it kind of make your job easier on a day-to-day -day basis? 
I would, I would have to say it's the options are endless. I love that there are a million ways to do the same thing. And I've heard some folks say that that's their least favorite part of NetSuite, but everyone is different in much how one person's brain might tell them to do something this way and another person's brain might tell them to do something in another. That doesn't necessarily mean that either way is right or wrong. It's just a different way to do it. And I love that I can provide that for my users, that if something's just not making sense for them, perfect. Tell me what makes sense for you. And I'll show you how NetSuite can help it make sense for you too. Um, It, having those options makes teaching people easier. It makes giving people the confidence to do their jobs easier. Um, And it also is great when, um, when if we're, we're troubleshooting that there's a mil, like, you know, there's actual options to figure out what's wrong mm-hmm. instead of just putting your hands up and be like, well, I have to contact support. Um, Cause you don't, there's a couple of things you can try before you have to do that, which I really do appreciate. And finally, what do you think twin lab kind of has planned for the future so that you guys can remain a leader in the skincare and supplements and beauty space, but um, you know, also keep growing and innovating, what, what's kind of on the horizon for, for Twin Lab? So something I didn't uh, entirely mention pre- and through our previous conversation was that we stopped selling direct-to-consumer from our warehouse. And that was part of our decision in moving to a 3PL. Um, so our plans are to grow our Amazon storefront so that way um, we can reach our consumers in a way that they are most used used to um, getting their product. Because, you know, some people almost exclusively purchase off of Amazon these days. Mm-hmm. It's really where a lot of e-commerce is leading. Um, and of course, we are, so we're focusing primarily on th- those Amazon storefronts and also um, backing up our bigger partners like GNC and Vitamin Shop. Awesome. Well, I think that'll do it, Danielle, but really appreciate you joining me today. And uh, thanks for all the insights. Thank you, Ian. It was a pleasure to speak with you. Twin Lab story really showcases the value of running your entire business on a single cloud suite. They're using so many modules from financials and inventory management through to manufacturing and LCS that highlights the breadth of NetSuite. The benefits are real. The business doubled daily order processing volume and has automated work that previously constituted full-time jobs. It set up this long-standing brand for another half century of success. A big thank you to Danielle for joining us on this episode of the podcast. I also want to extend a thank you to our editing crew over at Lampstand and, as always, all of you for tuning in. If you want more episodes just like this one, Make sure you subscribe to our channel and give us a rating and review. Thanks so much, and we'll talk soon. You just listened to the NetSuite podcast. Be sure to tune in every week with more NetSuite developments, stories, and insights into the benefits of one integrated system to help you run your business.